Hey, y'all. This is Jesse Bell, and you're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Welcome to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show, the premier podcast of indie wrestling. Shouldn't you rather just change the name of the show to the Caleb Conley Show? Our studio line is area code 213-816-1605. With your host, Bunkhouse Bob. I don't sign autographs, I'm not, and I, and I very, very rarely take pictures with people, but if people insist oh. in their nights, then, then I'll do that, so... And the lovely Laura. I'm a true and total lady. I would never headbutt anybody. Hashtag independent wrestling. Nope, 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 nope. Wait, 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 wait. It is hashtag do you listen. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. I am your co-host, Bunkhouse Bob. Joining me just in a a moment, as always, will be the lovely Laura. Folks, we appreciate you tuning in and downloading wherever you may be at and however you may do it. We're heard here every Wednesday night on Blog Talk Radio at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. We're also heard on iTunes. If you go to iTunes and type in Armory in the search bar, go to the podcast section, voila, we'll pop up. You'll find us. Folks, we can also be heard on www.fnxnetwork.com. That is for all of our overseas listeners, whether you're listening in Australia Japan, the UK, the EU, wherever you're at on that side of the hemisphere, we certainly appreciate your support overseas as well. Folks, we would uh, also would also strongly urge you tonight to follow our Twitter account, at From the Armory, because we've got a big announcement for you tonight, folks, and, and both Laura and I are pretty excited about it. And speaking of which, here she is, the lovely Laura. Hey, Bob. How are you, girl? I am great. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Got a good show. Got a great show for everybody. Uh, Tonight, our guest will be owner of Strong Style Life Clothing. Patrick Price will be dropping by here in just a few to talk about Strong Style Life Clothing and uh, some of the exciting stuff that he's got going on. And then coming up in Mm -hmm. the 8 o'clock hour, we have one half of the Modern Era Martin and Lewis, which would be Zane Riley from Zane and Caleb put over the world and put over the movie. And by the way, folks, he also wrestles, if you didn't get that. So coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, our studio number is 213-816-1605. Pretty excited about everything that's going to happen tonight. Laura, can you tell everybody the uh, Facebook info, please? Yes, I'll be posting to the Facebook tonight at 
www.facebook.com backslash live.armory.9. And again, folks, if you are on Twitter, we implore you to go to Twitter, be on Twitter tonight, follow at from the armory, and use hashtag do you listen. It's not important whether it gets trending tonight. I know if Jordan Castle's listening, it'll trend from now until the end of eternity. But if he's not, then, you know, maybe we'll get it trending sometime this week, you know, because we are trendsetters in a sense. Um, we sure are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we are trendsetters for sure. This is how trendsetting we are, folks. Right before we went on air, I was yawning so hard that I think that Laura thought that I would probably fall asleep midway through show. Yeah, you were you were yawning awfully hard there, Bob. Well, you know, it's it's a long day. It's a long day, but we're here at the Armory tonight. What could be better? Um, saw something uh, on Facebook, and I posted it to my page. Was Luke Hawks's promo on AJ Styles uh, for for superstars of wrestling UK? that is supposed to happen, I believe, on October the 4th. And I'm going to, you know, because we're hooked up to like 16 different devices all at the same time, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the promotional poster right now, and it does say the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, versus the Southern Stomper Luke Hawks. Superstars of Wrestling UK presents Super Clash 2, Saturday, October 4th, at the Gloucester G1 Leisure Center. Uh, right before we went on airtime, I also noticed that Luke had put up an exchange between himself and some other people about flight information and tickets not coming through. But basically, folks, the gist is this. If um, you go to my Facebook page, uh, you can find me at Bunkhouse Bob on, on Facebook and check out that video. Luke Hawks is never one to mince any words about any particular situation, and he certainly holds nothing nope. back when talking about this promoter and one Mr. A.J. Styles. And I'm starting to wonder, is it true? Is A.J. ducking Luke Hawks? Because all the fingers seem to be pointing that way. I don't know. Did you watch it, Laura? I have not, but I can just imagine... Um you know, our boy Luke, you know, is a straight shooter and doesn't care to tell you uh what he thinks of you, so I can just imagine what oh, that what brother. that's all about. It was uh very, very heated, I can tell you that. Uh adult oriented content. So if you go to look at it and view it. And of course you can find Luke gotcha. Hawks on uh you can find Luke Hawks on, on Facebook, and you can find him on Twitter, too. I believe his Twitter is at LukeHawks504. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing that I saw uh, this past week, there was a lot of buzz, and I know you're going to talk about it here in a few minutes, on social media about the last Evolve shows. And I was talking with somebody about Evolve, and I think the thing that, that at least for me, on iPay-Per-View, when Evolve runs a, a three-town show, three different nights, you know, usually does that Friday, Saturday, Sunday turn. The only drawback for me is there are a lot of the same guys wrestling the same guys or the card is is slightly varied. So to watch it three nights in a row, you know, it's kind of hard to pick. You know what I mean? 
because yeah, at, I know what you mean. You know, unless you're getting the package deal, you know, at like 19.99 a viewing or whatever, it's kind of like, you know, we're going to see Johnny Gargano versus Rich Swan, Rich Swan versus Ricochet, Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. nothing about the Evolve product. The shows are great. A lot of buzz this weekend. A lot of people are saying it's the best Evolve that they've seen in a long time. It's just I think I have to be more careful about what I pick and choose and watching. So, you know, hats off to Evolve for another successful show. Uh, also wanted to mention uh, show supporter Jordan Castle getting the nod to officiate a match between Jake Manning and George South. And the picture that yeah. Jordan put <laughs> on Facebook, uh, just want to say this to Jordan. Jordan, the, the, the stripes look good on you, brother. Uh, keep up the good work. Keep up the good work. Uh, let's see here. I had he, one of uh, I don't think. I Go think ahead. he was very happy to be doing what he was doing because it was really apparent in the in the photo that uh, he was having a hard time uh, keeping, you know. For lack well, of a better you, word, kayfabe. <laughs> yeah, well, and here's the whole thing, and I, I didn't want to say it, but it's already on his page. So, I mean, uh, if you go to Jordan Castle's page, he will tell you what he was smiling about. Uh, Jake and George, during the middle of the match, were talking about the chocolate cake that was being served and how good it was. And Jordan uh-huh. had a hard time keeping a straight face during the whole thing. So that was the uh, <laughs> that was the reason for the cheesy look. Let's take this phone call real quick. Hold on a second. Sure. Four four three. You're on with live from the Armory. Oh, uh, what's going on? It, it is true, God immortal. I am currently sitting in a pharmacy, CVS pharmacy, so I was just listening in <laughs> right now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was, like I'm currently sitting in the pharmacy right now, so I was just going to listen in. But um, okay, I'm. Uh, I'm just calling. In, <laughs> that is the worst. It's the worst time to put me on live. It's the worst time to put me on live. But uh, Laura, okay. Laura, Laura, you are safe. You are safe. You are safe now. I have retired from active competition. Uh, yeah, I have retired. that's why I'm safe. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've retired. Um, I'm just, I don't have it in me anymore. My body's getting old. Y'all have been doing this for so many years. So Laura, you are safe now. There's no, there's no stunners. There's no, there's no whoopings coming. Uh, but I saw you guys were talking about evolving and everything, and and also mm-hmm. Jordan Castle. That Jordan Castle is that that's the that's the uh, Conley kid, right? Is that the Conley kid? Yes. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. He's on Team yeah. Caleb with me. I've seen him a lot. I've seen him a lot at some at some of the events. I've seen him. He is a diehard Caleb Conley fan. As as are you, Laura. You are also that's right. A uh, very very big Caleb. I am a Caleb Conley fan as well. Um, I saw he See? him him and him and Tony Nice. I saw that they won uh, you know some, some some gold out there at Evolve this weekend, uh, and I just heard the event was really great. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm really excited. I, I saw Ricochet had a uh, a match with um, uh, you guys know better than I do. Um, I can't I can't remember his name. They, they had uh, a match, he had dude. a match with Caleb. Mm-hmm. He, had he had a match, match with, Caleb? with Caleb. Okay, and I thought he was a big. Uh, he he might have on one, but I know that uh, Caleb beat him fair and square. Mm-hmm. That's because Caleb is the man. I, Ricochet Ricochet is my Ricochet is Ricochet is great too. I'm I'm a big fan. I want to see him him get to uh, get to the, to the WWE. I want to see him in 
at NXT. I think he has a lot to offer. I think Caleb would be perfect for that system too. You know, he's been killing it on the indies for a while, so I would love to see Caleb uh, get his shot. I mean, all the guys that I, that I've seen wrestle in in North Carolina, I would, in, in all these indie promotions, I would love to see them get their shot in uh, in the WWE NXT. So I'm we really hope that happens to all those guys. All right. So Thank why? you very much, Drew God. You get your prescription picked up, calm down, and we'll get you back on when we get uh when we get Patrick or Zane on, all right? All right, I'm li- I'm listening, man. So I'll be listening. Okay. So. All right, boss. Thank <laughs> you. All right, man. All right. There goes um, true. Bob, God. I don't mean to interrupt. Don't interrupt yeah, that's why I'm safe. Because um you sh- you hush. Um not yeah, I'm safe because he's retired. Yeah, he's always he's retired. threatening to whoop me. He's always yeah. threatening to whoop me or or something, and you know whatever. Um, uh, I just got a tweet from Luke Hawks. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, for, uh, AJ Styles versus Luke Hawks for Superstars of Wrestling UK, will it happen? And our boy Luke Hawks tweeted back, Nope. Nope. Yep. And that's what I was uh, trying to say, folks. If you if you check out the uh, promo that Luke put out, it is more than evident and clear that uh, that match is not going to happen. And you can get Luke's 100% true feelings behind why that's not going to happen. So, you know, we've heard I've heard Luke talk in the past about Matt Hardy, talked about Bob Holly. He mentions those guys in the promo. You need to check the promo out. Um, Lastly, this past week, we received mostly a positive review of this show from Indie Wrestling, Wrestling. Uh, we certainly appreciate mm-hmm. your support, certainly appreciate you listening, taking the time to, to critique or, or, or do whatever you do. Both Laura and I are, are always subject to review by the public uh, because we review the public. We review right, independent we sure wrestling. We know what it is to, to critique. Here's what I know. The more things change the more they stay the same. Since our first episode all the way up until this episode, we have maintained the course of providing a hopefully entertaining show for you uh, that is integrity and honest-driven, and we will continue to do that. Uh, Laura and I are fans first, always have been, always will be. Uh, I personally am not a professional quote-unquote, journalist. This is something that we like to do because it's what we like to do. And if Laura giggles too much, it's because Laura's a happy person, and I like it when she giggles. (laughs) Just like that. Laura, (laughs) you were at PWX, weren't you? Oh, Lord, Bob, I was at PWX. Let me tell you, it was... I'm t- um, it was it was awesome. Um, yeah. I don't even know where to begin. Um, I was really sad that Lance Lude lost his uh, ITV title to Billy Brash, who was sitting across from me um, mm. <laughs> in a mask. Because we <laughs> saw him come in, he paid to get in, and we were all like, "Charge him double!" And you know, we were like talking smack about him and then after the show he came up to me and he said yeah i heard y'all talking smack about me ah. <laughs> but what happened was yeah um 
because we knew something was up for you know who comes to the who comes to a show in a mask. But anyway, and it was hotter than you know forty hells in that armory. And mm-hmm. um, Lance uh, wrestled Drew Myers, and he beat him. But you know uh, Billy Brash had a rematch, and the ITV title. There's certain stipulations that someone can get a rematch at any time. That's why mm-hmm. it's called the ITV title. It's the Innovative TV title. And correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Uh, um And so after the match, after the match with Drew, uh, Billy Brash just jumped up in the ring and just, you know, cold cock Lance Lude, and they had a little match. It didn't go on for very long, but he beat Lance, and I'm very sorry that he beat Lance because everybody knows how much I love Lance Lude. So... Um, I'm sure there's going to be retribution from Mr. Billy Brash about that. Um, High-flying stuff going on in PWX. Uh, we had to move a whole lot. I was on the front row. And mm. let's see, Country Jack ended up outside. Lance and Drew Myers ended up, up outside. Marcellus King actually landed on my friend Suzanne. Um mm-hmm. Just great stuff. And one of the highlights of the uh, whole evening was Cedric Alexander. Uh, got thrown out of the ring, and Brian Kanabrowski and uh, Chris Shores are sitting there fanning him. And a fan that we know, her name is Pat, came up and gave Cedric some water. Yes. So Cedric drank the water, but important to keep the wrestlers hydrated hydrated and cool during matches. Oh, and I'm telling you, Mark Anthony and John Schuyler had a wonderful match. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm telling you. The match of the night for me was mm-hmm. worst case scenario versus Country Jack. How do I, know I don't you were going care to say who. Yeah, because they. I mean, worst case scenario, I put them up against anybody, and I'm not mm-hmm. just saying that. They're just Go. that to me. They're just that good, and it's just a great feud they've got going on with Country Jack. Country Jack is so good at being a heel. You really mm-hmm. love to hate him. D. Tommy right. Thomas, best manager in the business. Um, can't wait for. Um, Oh, and I want to mention that I got to meet the Southern She-Devil, Ronnie Nicole. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually hugged me and Suzanne uh, when she came out to the ring because we didn't put our hands out because we were rooting for Tessa. She wrestled Tessa mm-hmm. Lynch. Ronnie right. Nicole is one of the nicest people you'll ever want to meet. I went and talked to her during intermission. Such cool. a nice uh, lady. Couldn't ask for better. Um, but PWX will be... At the High Point uh, Boys and Girls Club, they've been there before. The 19th of October, Uha Nation is coming. He'll be his debut in PWX. I can't wait. Yeah, I saw the uh, saw the promo. Who, saw the promo flyer yeah. for that. Very very cool. You go on, Laura. I'll be right back. If you don't know who Uha Nation is, you need to Google him. Uh, Want to run real quick uh, the SWA card um, this. This upcoming Saturday, the 20th, it is going to be at the, uh, it's going to be Fairview, North Carolina. It is at the Fairview Community Center. It is being put on for the Asheville Humane Society. Uh, There's going to be all kinds of great stuff. Our good friend um, Joshua Real Cutshaw will be there. Um, I believe Rob Killjoy is going to be there. I'm trying to find the card. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, going to be some great stuff happening for SWA um, this weekend. And if you want any information about it, you can go to – I love how this is 
um, you can go to Facebook and um, search SWA. Um, also, uh, probably the Asheville Humane Society at AshevilleHumane.org will have some information. Um, pretty sure there's going to be a lot of great talent on the card, James Drake. Uh, always a good show uh, SWA puts on. Also, want to run down real quick the AIWF card in Mount Airy. It is called the Road. It's a little interesting. It is called the Road to Fright Night. It'll be at the uh, Mount Airy Army National Guard in Mount Airy, North Carolina. Um, they are uh, uh, Justin Overstreet will be there. He is the AIWF World Heavyweight Champion, the AIWF Mid-Atlantic Champion, Kevin Phoenix, um, will be there. Uh, the Money in the Piggy Bank, which I think is an awesome concept. Justin yeah. Flash will be there. Uh, more information can be found at their Facebook uh, site if you just type in AIWF Mid-Atlantic Wrestling. You can find that. You know, when you were talking about Lance Lude losing to Billy Brash, I remember seeing a video from Billy Brash. This has been several months ago, and uh, I didn't jump on the Billy Brash bandwagon right away because I wanted to see a little bit more of him. The guy can talk. The guy can wrestle. Is he next on my radar? Maybe. Maybe. Ooh, Folks, uh, Billy Brash, you got a maybe. Right now, uh, we're going to bring on... Uh, friend of ours, a friend of the program, Patrick Price, who is the uh, owner of uh, Strong Style Life Clothing. And uh, for some of you that know, and we'll get into this, uh, Strong Style Life Clothing is one of our partners. We've been doing a little co-promotion with them, trying to get their name out, trying to get out uh, fans that are interested in uh, uh, independent wrestling, independent wrestling wear. They have a couple of lines that, that we're going to talk about. Um, but Patrick is also involved in wrestling. So, you know, here at the show, we've tried to cover every base that we can possibly think of. I mean, we've had Derek from the gimmick table from high spots. We've had referees, ring announcers, male wrestlers, Josie. female wrestlers. I mean, I don't know what's next. I mean, I don't know if we've got to drag people out back from the concession stands and interview them, but if that's what we'll do, that's what we'll do. Patrick, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm good. I really appreciate you and Laura having me on. Oh, that's no problem. It's no problem. It's good to talk to you. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm good. I'm just sitting here in my office waiting on my iPad to update to this iOS 8 so I can see what it's all about. Yeah, I noticed (laughs) that uh, there's that infamous software update on my phone, and the last time that I did an update, I think it took me like four hours, and that's where the rest of my naturally brown hair when it turned to gray. But eh, that's another story for another <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I think I'm going on about an hour and a half. But I'm a, yeah. I'm a production guy, so Apple is, Apple is my life. I hear you. I hear you. Well, Patrick, I wanted to, to thank you for taking the time to be with us tonight. And, of course, as always, on the other end of the phone with me is Laura. Laura, you want to say hi to Patrick? Hey, Patrick. I didn't get to talk to you too much at PWX this past time. I know. I, I run around like a chicken with my head cut off. So if I if I seem like a big a-hole while I'm there, please don't take it to heart. I had oh, to no, harass never, Laura never. to get a spot on your show at the PWX show. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Patrick, well, we want to get right at it. What was the driving force 
more motivation to start strong style life clothing well the the idea actually came uh first off i I come up with ideas and uh all of my friends will tell you that I come up with random ideas all the time and i Usually, probably 80 to 90% of the time, I pursue those random ideas. If you talk to uh, Caleb, uh, Mike from High Spots, Derek from High Spots, uh, Cedric, they all know how how my mind works. Very ADD-ish. And uh, I had an idea for a clothing company probably five years ago, but Mm -hmm. it was before all this directed garment printing and um, all these new technologies and screen printing uh, were available to to the public, and it was and it was just uh, from a profit from a cost to profit margin standpoint, it was just unfeasible. It's basically just throwing away a bunch of money, which I know we'll get into later. I started a wrestling company, which is basically the same thing, just throwing away a bunch of money. <laughs> but it's it's just an idea that I set on, and then uh, I kind of got motivated when uh, I, I, I know Ken who is uh, the guy that started the barbershop window, mm-hmm. if you're familiar right. with that. Yeah. And uh, I got a, I had the chance through the high spots guys to talk to him and meet him, become uh, good friends with him. And uh, just talking with him kind of kind of sparked it. This was probably about two or three years ago. Uh, kind of sparked the interest back in it. And then, uh, then the evolution of one-hour tees and then the evolution of pro wrestling tees uh, that I was introduced to uh, from my – from meeting and talking with Cole every once in a while, um, mm-hmm. all that kind of sparked the interest. And you see, and there's there's a few other companies. There's more coming out of the woodwork now, but there was a few other companies that beat me to the punch. Uh, one is Suplex Wrestling over in England, and mm-hmm. um, that's where that's where I basically finally said, you know what? If, if, if this guy, I met this guy very briefly in New Orleans uh, this past this past year uh, mm-hmm. for when we were down for WrestleMania at the Ring of Honor show. And right. uh, and and I was talking with him and trying to just take his brain, just maybe a five minute conversation. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, if this guy can do it, and and he he can make something successful out of it, there, then I, there's no reason that I can't. And right. with that came uh, in talking with uh, Mike at High Spots and finding out uh, very very cost effective ways to design and print and stock up T-shirts. Uh, mm-hmm. I realized that the now that cost of profit margin is a little little uh, more level, and there's a, right. there's potential to make money, but it's really not about making money because I mean I, I've always worked a straight job, and I mm-hmm. make my money there, and I and I own my own production company as well, and right. I make money there, and it's just pieces that I've always wanted to do. I, I'm a firm believer that if you, uh, and this is this is also some of the inspiration behind the strong style life. While we named it strong style life, uh, I'm a firm believer that if you if you want to do something, do it. Don't right. don't assume that you can't. And uh, just so happens that I'm friends with uh, some of the best up and coming talent in, in professional wrestling today, in Cedric Alexander and Corey Hollis and Caleb Conley and. Uh, John Schuyler, Tessa Blanchard, uh, the, the guys and girls that uh, that we've been uh, been privileged to sponsor and sign sign as SSL athletes, and that that was a uh, that was a way of a making them money, 
and mm-hmm. helping them get their brand out, just like Pro Wrestling Tees does. That's why I admire right. what those guys do. And uh, two, it helps get the if you motivate them, it helps get the word out about your company because then they they know that if they if they market the company, then they make money. And when they market the company, you're getting the, your word out to a to albeit a, uh, not really a small demographic because I believe that there's a huge demographic in professional wrestling, but a small mm-hmm. demographic in the apparel in the apparel line, the apparel demographic. Now, so that's that's basically the backstory of how it all be how it all became. Okay. Now, some of our listeners may not be aware of Strong Style Life Clothing. I know that you named some of the wrestlers, and I would like for you to go over them again. Can you tell us about some of the products that Strong Style Life Clothing has and some of the wrestlers, again, that are represented by Strong Style Life Clothing? Because I know you have, like, uh, isn't there, like, a legacy line? Is that correct? Yeah, we just we just launched the, leg- the legacy line, which is basically a Under Armour style uh, apparel or line that is, is basically a workout. A workout where a line that's we when we when we first well, I'll start from the beginning if that's okay. Well, sure, no, go right um, ahead. From the beginning, we of course the first thing you do is you put out uh, logo apparel to just try to get your name out there. Uh, we came right. out with the logo apparel, and uh, through sitting with uh, with my partner in the in the venture, we uh, I came up with the idea that. Just like MMA companies uh, sponsor fighters, why why don't we sponsor wrestlers, independent wrestlers? Mm-hmm. A and to touch back on that, I'm I've become very good friends over the past couple of years with some of the top up and coming wrestlers. That right. is basically instead of me having to go through people to get to them, it's basically one phone call and one sit down conversation with them, and then they're sold on the idea. Right. And uh, then then with that we come out with three or four different logo apparel shirts and the rest would be uh wrestler like sponsored wrestler shirts. Mm-hmm. That that's such this such a big thing right now of everybody right. making their own T shirts. But we use designers that uh the the only knock and it's not really a knock, the only concern I should say that I have with pro wrestling tees is not all of their T shirts that look very professional. Mm-hmm. For lack of a better term, mm-hmm. yeah. and that was the that was the big thing with the Strong Style Life, uh, or otherwise known as SSL Clothing. The Strong Style Life is I wanted everything to be very professional in presentation, and mm-hmm. the shirts to be very professional. To whereas some people some people look at it, like just print a shirt and sell it to make money. I, mm-hmm. I want to I go into detail of what what is the shirt made of? Is it is it? I mean, this is getting very detailed. Is it 100% cotton or is it 50% cotton and 50% polyester because it's a softer style shirt? Is mm-hmm. it 100% polyester? Does it have moisture wicking? Does this, that, and going into detail with that. So not only are we selling good-looking shirts, but we're selling quality shirts and, and et cetera, et cetera. So that some, of the, some of the other sites or businesses that sell T-shirts don't really go in that in-depth in their product. Right. Okay. But it's... I'm sorry, I left a whole piece of your question out. Um, no, no, go, go right But, ahead. yes, our, our, sponsor, our sponsor talent is uh, we started with Caleb Collins was our first sponsor talent. Then shortly after we named Cedric Alexander. Then shortly after that we named Corey Hollis as our third. Then we signed on John Schuyler. <coughs> excuse me. And then we signed our first uh, female athlete in Tessa Blanchard. Mm-hmm. 
I hope well, I'm you know, I, out. That'd be horrible. No, that's fine. Yeah, I think um, I, you know, I, you were talking about the quality of the clothing, which is, you know, is obviously important because there's nothing, there's nothing more frustrating than, you know, going to a show and buying a shirt from somebody, you know, and, you know, for me, you know, I wear an extra large because I wear an extra large, uh, and getting home and washing it, and then, you know, it comes out of the dryer an extra small. You know, so yeah. I, I can yes, appreciate the the thought into, you know, if I'm paying my money for it, you know, I, I want to get my money's worth. You know, so yeah, uh, well, I know I'm, that the, I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer that in any successful, and I don't want to get into a, a whole business seminar because I, I can do that very easily. But uh, I, I, <laughs> I want like every if you if you touch on every fine detail, and I'll get into this when we talk about. I know that we're going to talk about some wrestling stuff later about mm-hmm. my, one of my main points of interest in when I ran my wrestling company. But if you if you if you make sure that every little fine detail is is in place, then that's what may, that's the difference between a successful business and a non successful business. That's what's that's the difference in my in my soul opinion, this is not I'm not preaching mm-hmm. from the Bible. Is is uh then that's the biggest difference in successful independent pro- professional wrestling companies. And a regular wrestling company, independent wrestling company. That's a that's an old standby. You know, pay attention to the details. You know, I I really hadn't thought about it much. You know, and you mentioned it until I stood in line at WrestleMania this past year for a shirt. How big merchandising yeah. is in wrestling, you know, and how how loyal uh, fan fans are to the certain products. You know, and and I can definitely. You know that that's just that's part of it. You know, I mean, we were in a line. I swear, was 250 people deep, and it was probably I don't know six lines wide. So I I can I can appreciate yes, you paying attention to the yeah, details. Yeah, I stood I stood in that line also. <laughs> I know exactly I know exactly how you felt. But it's, now, I mean, you it's have a walking billboard. You can't. It's the right. It's the easiest way to advertise. You have to. You have to sell your product. That's the hard part. But when someone mm-hmm. buys it, whether I mean, I just got back from the gym right before we got, uh, right before we got, you know, you guys give me a call when I got on the show, and uh, one of the girls at the gym were, was wearing a strong style life shirt, mm-hmm. and it's one that oh, I, wow. that I just everybody because we got a little group of we do I do a little circuit training stuff and we got a group of like sixty people, and uh, after the uh, fan the Legends Fan Fest. I had a few shirts left over, so I just brought them down and said, "Listen, you can just take one. Just be fine your size." Mm-hmm. And uh, gave them to the people. But that's like I said, it's a walking billboard. Right. I mean, at, at no point, at no point will I will I ever, besides the money that I spend on that shirt, will I ever have to pay again for how many times that person wears that shirt to Walmart, to a mall, to a sporting event, to a wrestling show. Right. Et cetera, et cetera. Now, you, you have forget about merchandise. Right, that's true. I mean, and you're right. It's it is. It's a walking. It's a walking advertisement. You know, for the product, and you know, people look at stuff like that. You know, I look at stuff like that. So, now I know that you have a, a background in art. Can you elaborate yeah. a little bit for us on that? Well, um, when I got out of high school, I went to community college, and uh, after failing anatomy twice. I decided that oh, <laughs> the the medical field was not, or the well, I shouldn't say the medical field, but the uh, X-ray tech, tech uh, technician is not the best suited career path for me. 
and uh, that's when I decided that I was going to jump into business. That I learned, right. I learned a lot from growing up because my father is in business, and uh, I I got my business degree and uh, associates in business. Then I got the bright idea that I that I need to take it a step further because I, I mean I of course and I don't condone backyard wrestling, but if you're going to do it, do it safe. Don't jump off the house like we used to. But um, but like I did, we did. Me and my friends, as everyone, I think me and somebody had this conversation after a PWX show a few months back. But I think everyone, it might even be Cedric. I think everyone that is our age that is in professional wrestling backyard did backyard wrestling at some point in their life. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's just it had to happen at some point. Everyone that is around, which Cedric is way younger than I am. But um, but when we did backyard wrestling, I used to film the, of course, film the the uh, matches that were c- completely horrendous because I still have the VHS tapes. So when we watch them every once in a while, I just get a good laugh and uh, piece it together like a DVD, and even sometimes make it in a DVD and sell it at high school. And yes, I'm sorry, I was a geek in high school. I did this in high school, but uh, I'm not ashamed of it. I loved, I loved my high school. I, yeah. And uh, still in the high school, and I kind of tapped back into that. Uh, I was always I was always into graphic design and doing that, like for here and there for friends that needed things. But um, but I was I tapped into that after I graduated business school, and I got the bright idea that I needed to go to private art school to to better my life as an artist. And I did, but it didn't it, it did not better my bank account for the rest of my life. I know what you but mean. <laughs> yes, but uh, yes, but yeah. Do. Then I graduated. I graduated from the Art Institute of Charlotte uh, in Charlotte, and uh, that's basically basically around 2000. I'm going to say 2004, 2005ish is when mm-hmm. I say that the wrestling industry found out that I was good at a lot of design work and video editing work, and. Uh, and uh, the promoter at the time for PWX, uh, Ty, is the one that found out. And he's and that's that's that was my in not in but that was my introduction to what was then CWA, way back when it was about 2005. And uh, then I started doing DVDs for PWX. Uh, at at one point, I was helping out High Spots for a little bit, doing a few things for them. Um, and it's just it's just evolved into into uh, I've I have I've been around wrestling so much from a well I'll do I'll say this from a production standpoint I've been around wrestling so much I think I I have the understanding of how to promote wrestling or and this is this is I'm trying to make sense out of this but to promote wrestling through graphics and videos to what I think the fans these days want to see or mm-hmm. how to grab your interest product when there's so much when there's so much out there how right. do you how do you grab people's interest i think the best best case scenario of this is gorilla out in la they they found that formula yeah. of how they can put up a video that everybody goes crazy about me and mike at high spots have this conversation all the time everybody goes crazy about and they use the same music and do every video the exact same way but they have 40 or 50,000 views on those videos every month and it's it's utterly amazing, and, and there's a lot of similarities into my work uh, that that are very very similar to Gorilla 
because I was I'm, I'm I'm to this day inspired by what they do and how they do their stuff. And I try to dig in as much as I can. But uh but that's how that's how the art piece came up to and a lot of people don't know that. I mean, I've I've done a lot for a lot of I like I said I don't talk about this stuff a lot out in public and my friends know I I mean, I've I filmed let me see. I'm going to name drop and I apologize for name dropping, but uh Jake Manning got me a gig filming for Ring of Honor mm-hmm. in 2010, oh, wow. 2011-ish, right? So I, I went, I traveled with them whenever they were in the southeast. And uh, if you go back and watch, this is this is the this is the, how crazy the wrestling business, your life in a wrestling business is. You go back and watch at center stage. I can't remember if it was night one or night two. It was the WrestleMania in Atlanta when Ring of Honor takes center stage. Um, Jay Briscoe runs. It's, it's Jay Briscoe or the Briscoe Brothers versus All Night Express. It, it, it's like it's just a bloodbath, all-out war. The only thing I remember there's two things I remember from the match because I filmed it was an iPay per view. <clears throat> it was me and uh, another cameraman filming it. Um, Jay Jake or Jay Briscoe and Rhett Titus reversed Irish whipped each other about four times, and then Jay Briscoe ran over the cameraman. Like, like, guardrailed them. Wow, that was me. Yeah. So, like, so I've I've had I've had unbelievable opportunities throughout throughout what, my life in the wrestling business that have been granted by friends, and that's why and like like Jake and uh, a few others and high spots and et cetera et cetera that that I can't like I can't even imagine if I was if I was that eighteen year old kid that decided I want to start training for wrestling. And uh, you and I would have said, well, by 2014, you might you might still be a mediocre wrestler, but you have mm-hmm. done all this other stuff on the back end. Of it. I'd have said, uh, that's that's kind of that's kind of hard to believe. If that happens, then yay. But um, but yeah, just that's and then it's progressively gotten, and that's what led into uh, well, that's what that's what led, led leads into what I do for PWX and. How Evo, how Evo, how I started it and got it going, et cetera, et cetera. But that's the uh, I, I'll get long winded if you let me. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's how that's how the art that's how the art piece came into professional wrestling. And what's funny is that's what I'm best at. I mean, that's like I'm top notch, and and it's taken me a long time to figure out how good I am at it because I always just downplayed myself and lowballed myself on everything. And I'm finally coming into my own and, and having the confidence. And it's, it's almost exactly like a wrestler talks, is they have to build that confidence until they believe in their in what they can do. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm starting to get to, is I, I can believe I believe in what I can do. And I don't, there's there's only a slight few that I think do it can do it at my level or, or better than me. And that sounds very egotistical, and please don't take it egotistical. But it's just that at some point as an artist, you have to get to that point to understand how good you are at something. Right. Nothing no, I, wrong I, with I, that. No, I, I completely understand everything that uh everything that you said made sense. Well, since you mentioned Evo a little bit, well let's talk about Evo and um tell me, you know, when did you start it and what's its status right now? Oh, it's rest in peace. I love it. I rest love it, and it's great memories, but, yes, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, there's uh, – I'll get into uh, – I 
don't want to get into too much detail with the with the new PWX thing just that we're that we're trying to build back up. But um, the way Evo started was I had a I was I was helping Ty at the time run uh, do a few things with PWX, and we were on a road trip. I was on a road trip with with Jake Manning and Caleb Conley, and uh, I think we were going to to New York. And this is very similar to the way five dollar wrestling started. Um, but uh, and I and I looked at them and I said, this was in, I want to say it was in February of two thousand and ten. I'm sorry, October of two thousand ten. They're driving to New York, and I looked at I looked at Jake and I said, dude, what, what do you think? What, what do you think if I ran pro wrestling or if I ran a pro wrestling uh, company? And Jake, of course, says, I think you're going to lose a lot of damn money. Mm. <laughs> and I said, well, the beauty of that, Jake, is that I'm making a lot of money with my production company, and I need to spend some of that money <laughs> because tax season is coming up, and right. I need to get rid of some of that money and have some expenses. So this comes hand in hand. And then after after giving that explanation, which Jake is, Jake is one of the brightest minds in professional wrestling Bar none, one of the hardest workers in professional wrestling. And I give him all the credit in the world to that because we did some very, very unique things in, profess- in pro wrestling Evo, and a lot of those came from conversations that I sat down and had with Jake when we were uh, when we were setting the ring the night before. And uh, so I, I won't take anything away from him because I, I've learned so much from him, and, I pre- and I've enjoyed so much, and he's got me so many opportunities. And uh, but after after that explanation to Jay, uh, he he started taking me kind of serious, and then I can get into Jay's mind when he starts taking me slightly serious. He never takes me like dead serious, but when he takes me slightly serious, I can start digging digging in and talking to him about it. Mm-hmm. So then that then the conversation goes to uh, what are we, what would you call it? And that's when Caleb chimes in, and. Uh, I, I love the concept of pro wrestling Noah because if I'm not mistaken, and I think I've read this somewhere, the the name pro wrestling Noah comes from whenever uh, I, I can't remember names details of names. Whenever so and so left uh, one of the the big Japan promotions, uh, he was basically it was so bad where they were. He was basically taking the arc and taking talent over. To a better to a to a better place. Mm-hmm. That's why I mean oh. you, you might you guys might know this you might not if you look at the pro wrestling Noah the I don't know if they still have the same logo but if you look at the logo it has an arc in it with a dove in the Noah. That's I never written. noticed that. Yeah. Just yeah, some wrestling history for you. Just I'm just trying to get nerve points here. It, wasn't in that yeah. Masala? Is that who we're talking about? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I believe so. Like I said, I can't remember the details. I'm horrible with names, um, <laughs> but I, I love that concept. So my first instinct was, I'm gonna go to the Bible and try to find some kind of concept that I can use for a pro wrestling name. And I, and the only thing that I came up with on that trip was evolution, which is completely opposite of what I was wanting to go, where I was wanting mm-hmm. to go. So. Um, I think Pro Wrestling Evolution was actually a promotion that was in California years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was either Pro Wrestling Evolution or Revolution or not the thing that Cat did, but uh, side, side note. 
But um, so then we we knocked it down to Evo, and then we then this is when Evolve first came up, like first mm-hmm. started. They're doing the point system, and, and then well, people might get Evo and Evolve mixed up, which is weird because two years later we worked with Evolve to get them to come down to Concord for a show. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's how the name came about. Well, then we said, okay, well, how how would we start? Well, you have to have a tournament to crown, or you have to crown a champion. So I, me, like I just stated earlier, being a pro wrestling gorilla, Mark said, let's have a let's have a tournament. I love mm-hmm. Bola. Let's try to make it like Bola. Mm-hmm. I found the crappiest, crappiest, crappiest building that was 100 feet long and about 32 feet wide. <laughs> so keep in mind, keep in mind that this wrestling ring is 18 by 18, but it's about wow. probably four or five inches past 18 feet from the ropes to the end of the wrestling ring. So you have right. probably about a twenty, a twenty-two inch, twenty-two, twenty-four inch ring in a uh, like thirty-four inch wide building <laughs> with a sixteen foot ceiling. It was a horrible idea, but it was a good show. But uh, but so we ran, and we ran Evo Eight, and I didn't lose money, which which of course any promoter that motivates them that I just ran a wrestling show and didn't lose money, I can do this every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a right. flawless failed concept, but it, but the motivation was there. And uh, then uh, we we took an unknown wrestler that had been kind of making waves and, and got a few spots up in uh, the Northeast with NEW and a few other promotions named Cedric Alexander at the request of Zach Salvation uh, put the put the belt on Cedric Alexander. And from that point on, that was like kind of the. I, I, in, in no way, me and Cedric have had this talk before. In no way do I take any credit for for his success because he is uh, he was born to do this. He's one of those those guys. He's right. got that. He's got the mind for it, the athleticism for it, and the understanding and the respect for it. And uh, but that that's basically what I, what I told him when I had this conversation. That that was the seed that planted the confidence in your ability to move forward. And uh, I don't want to get into all details because I know you you guys only got a three hour share. But basically, basically, then I got I got screwed out of the, that same building because the rent was dirt cheap because it was a crappy building, of course. Um, I got and I got screwed out of that building, and the Cabarrus Arena gave me a deal on on their building. And Bob, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Cabarrus Arena, but it's like I the, am. One of the yeah, one of the elite uh, mm-hmm. like venues in the area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? So they said, yeah, we'll let you do this, and and we'll see how it goes. And we ran the second show uh, that had once again all my friends and some of the people that I have made. Or they were all my friends. Everybody that ever worked in Evo were all my friends, <laughs> because uh, whether it be through knowing them from the Charlotte area and, and high spots or knowing them from just being in the wrestling industry around the area. But, um, and we ran this show and drew like 75 people and I lost my ass and was never going to do it again. I said, this is, this is never going to happen. And I'm not doing this. This is too stressful to lose a couple grand. I'm not doing it. And then I got a phone call from the GM of the Bears Arena. 
and they are basically like, listen, you know what? We watched the product. We know you didn't draw good, but we watched the product. We think you can be successful. We'll, we'll, we will do what we can to help you be successful. And that that started the two-year relationship between Cabrera Serena and Pro Wrestling Evo. And I have nothing bad to say about anybody at Cabrera Serena because they were amazing. They let us come in and set up the night before. Uh, they always they were always accommodating and et cetera, et cetera. But enough of all that. What uh, this is where I'll transition into past and now is just like I said with the clothing company, and you have to pay attention to every little detail, and that's one thing that I think that I did that got us somewhat notoriety. One one of the reasons there are two reasons because we we got a lot of notoriety. And one of the two reasons that we got a lot of notoriety was a uh, a uh, a reporter named that that I'm sure you guys know named Chris Shore that had never met yep. in my life picked up sent me an email. I gave him a worky I work I worked him on the name. I told him my name was Ralph Fitzpatrick because I didn't want anybody to know that I owned the company because I was wrestling on the first show. Um gave him a, some BS name and told him to meet me at the first show and we'll talk because he wanted to document uh, on a on a monthly basis of this company growing from nothing and where they're going. And that was the first piece of the puzzle that gave us the notoriety, the, no, the, the uh, what, what do they call it, the internet uh, community <laughs> of wrestling? What, they, what is the nickname mm-hmm. for it? The but internet, the internet community. community. Yeah, <laughs> the IWC. IWC. That's what they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah the IWC. Yeah. That's what got us the notoriety online, and and people started following because ProWrestling.net does a lot of does a lot of traffic, mm-hmm. and uh, that was the first piece of the puzzle. Then, uh, then Caleb getting opportunity after opportunity, and then people seeing Caleb wrestling here. Uh, Zach Salvation had wrestled on a few Ring of Honor or a Ring of Honor show, uh, the I Pay Review, the first I Pay Review they ever did at uh, at the arena in downtown Charlotte. God, it's getting late. I'm drawing blanks. But um, the Laura, do you know the name of that place? Great oh Colson. no! Great it was called. It was they first the first. Uh, First eye pay per view that Ring of Honor ever did was at the Grady Cole Center in Charlotte, and it was called the Big yeah. Bang Theory, or Big Bang, Big Bang. That's what it was called. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was him versus Phil Shatter. So he had some notoriety. Phil Shatter, now known as Gunner in TNA. Mm-hmm. And um, so then people started jumping on board. And uh, one thing, and this is this is not a knock to anything, but this was this was just my mindset uh, pertaining to my bank account and. Of my money that I was putting in is I didn't want to bring in anybody that was a that was known for like Ring of Honor or uh, uh, X WWE or X TNA or this or that. I, I never wanted to bring them in because I wanted to build my own stars because I had this concept of I can get people interested in this because there's so many talented people in this area and there still are and I still use that I still preach that concept this to this day. Yes, I agree with bringing in. Uh, bring in Ring of Honor talent nowadays, if you have the money, if you have the budget to do it, bring in Ring of Honor talent to better your talent, your local talent, 
and to give them opportunity to be seen on a wide scale because people watch those on the internet, watch mm-hmm. those matches. But um, but I, I never, until the very end when I started partnering with PWX, I never brought in, uh, for lack of a better term, name talent, like like household name talent, because I wanted people to buy into the characters that I created because I believe these guys are good enough to carry this company and they deserve the spotlight on them, not the spotlight on somebody that's getting paid a lot more than them to be there. And uh, that, that concept worked because, A, it kept the budget down, uh, the payroll down, and, B, it, gave, it, it allowed these guys to go out there and try to steal the show. Because, because in my mind, if I'm on the show with, uh, with some, somebody who has, who is well-known in, in the wrestling business and has been around, that's had opportunity after opportunity and done well, then if I'm not in that match, I feel like nobody's watching me, if that makes any sense at all. Like, they'll, they'll come out and they'll say, oh, they these two guys had a good match. Did you see that match with this person? Did this person wrestled this person? You know what I mean? And 90% right. of the time, when when that when the, the uh, I hate saying name talent because I respect a lot of those guys so much, but for lack of a better term, name talent, when you bring them in, you put your best guy in the promotion against them, right? So... So if you're not the top guy in this promotion, you never really get that opportunity. And, it, and and that can wear on people's confidence, especially, I mean, wrestlers, some wrestlers are fragile, fragile, fragile people. Like the first the first time they get their ego or confidence knocked, then that can ruin them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just, I, I, gave, I gave these local guys the ball and said, listen, this is what I want you to do. I used to tell everybody before shows, Listen, I, don't, I understand the, the old school concept of know you know your place on the card and work work this work that. I want you to go home with the roll up. You do this, you do that. <clears throat> but I, I didn't I didn't like that concept, and that was, that's just my opinion. That's me. I'd go out there and I'd say, listen, whoever steals the show tonight, double double your pay. Mm. And that that gave them the that gave them the the. Uh, that gave that gave them the motivation to go out there and kill it every night. And those guys, those, some of those guys would. I, mean, I saw Zach Salvation with suicide dive to the to a cement floor. I saw Kirby back get picked up by Eric Royal and get uh, swung back and forth through chairs at our first eye pay per view we ever did. And and it's just that that concept works so much. But. Uh, I'll, I'll touch on one more thing, and then I'll say I'll round all this out. Because, like I said, I'll get long-winded. Um, right. The most the most proud thing that I ever that I ever accomplished at Pro Wrestling Evo was uh, whenever Ring of Honor, God bless them, they're they're on they're on the they're on the way back up now, which I'm I'm happy because I think they're amazing products for professional wrestling, and I enjoy. I don't necessarily enjoy their TV show, but I enjoy their their pay-per-views and what they do. And they're amazing. They're amazing company. And uh, but whenever they were having their fall in in, pay, in eye pay per views, where every eye pay per view was messing up, skipping out, uh, that that little spell. When eye pay per view, which with that put in in parentheses, I will put for all the internet wrestling fans, and I and internet pay per view. I know I know I help with PWX and we run internet pay per views, but please understand something. An internet pay per view is not; it will never be a flawless concept because right. this isn't 
This isn't a satellite. This isn't a million-dollar satellite that is shooting signals or hardwired cables uh, that is shooting signals to a television. You are relying mm-hmm. on an Internet, one of, the, one of the most unreliable pieces of equipment <laughs> ever created. Yeah. So I don't care. I don't care if you are in a building with, with the best Internet on the face of the earth, with Google Fiber lines are hooked up. If somebody screws up something and clicks that internet off at any point, I'm not saying that it always happens. I'm just saying there's the potential that something's going to kick you off that internet. And the internet wrestling community decides that you you have failed at what you were trying to do. Right. Which I disagree with. Now, granted, I think that there should be the I think that the uh, the top uh, the top way to fix that is that everyone that orders an internet pay per view gets a download the next gets a free download the next day. That way, if that internet pay per view screws up that night, you can watch what you missed the next morning. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, but that that's my that's my parentheses. But yeah. um, whenever whenever uh, Ring of Honor was having their issues, uh, I just I made the decision that I was going to spend roughly roughly two thousand dollars to order the equipment to run an eye picker view. Mm-hmm. And the, the sole reason why I did it is to show them that if they pay attention, once again, I will state, they pay attention to the fine details and make sure that every every basis is covered and don't just get get a box that can do this amazing thing and just assume that it's going to be good. If they touch on the fine details, and I, and I didn't touch on the fine details because we had screw-ups in our first eye picker view, but we, I, I spent two thousand dollars to run an eye pay per view, and yes, I know. It, before everybody tweets me that was an Evo fan, I know that the, that the backstage promos didn't have sound because I had the sound hooked up wrong. I apologize. <laughs> I fixed it and gave you a free download. And and it's, uh, but I took I spent two thousand dollars to prove that, or I spent two thousand dollars on the equipment, which was my choice. And I charged a dollar ninety nine for the eye pay per view. Well, just, just you know, that's that's what it. you get. That's what you get, Patrick. I mean, you know, you, it's exactly what you said. You know, you're you're talking about relying on something that isn't reliable, even in this day and age. I mean, you know, look at WWE. They had their fair share of problems launching, you know, a, a nationwide network. You know, let alone an eye pay per view. Exactly. So, you know, that's that's easily understood. But like a, yeah. And like I said, I apologize. I get I'll get on rants if you ask me questions. So you, are more, you <laughs> no, guys are more no. than welcome. This is your radio show. Cut me no, off no. whenever you need to. I know I need to. <laughs> no. I don't. I don't want to cut into Zane time. Yeah, well, that that's what so we're a lot more that's entertaining what, than I am. Right. <laughs> well, that that's what we're going to do. I, we appreciate the insight, the backstory on some of the stuff because you know a lot of fans may not know this. Man. They may not know what goes into an eye pay per view. I mean. It was just here as of late that CZW ran an iPay-Per-View uh, where they actually had the Internet disconnected in the building and nobody told anybody, and they go to plug up and run the iPay-Per-View, and guess what? There's no stream. So, at any rate. Oh, yeah, I've been lot there. Of, I've been there, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it happens. Uh, for yeah. our listeners that don't know, uh, we have been working with Patrick on a design for a shirt that represents our show, something that is a little bit more reliable, a little bit more stable. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to thank Patrick for his work on this. And Laura is going yes. to put out Laura is going to put out a rough draft of this shirt now 
out on Twitter and out on Facebook, and we'd love to get the listeners' fan uh, the listeners' feedback on this. The fans, whoever's uh, listening to this, or when you download the download the show, you can uh, tweet us or you can leave a message on our Facebook page. Use a hashtag. Do you listen? And once you see the prototype of the shirt, everybody will understand what we've been talking about. So, Patrick, we really want to thank you for your work, and more importantly, we'd like to uh, to thank you for coming on the show. If uh, yes, someone is so interested, uh, if if somebody is interested in contacting you about sales, merchandising, so on and so forth, how can they do that? Uh, the best way is uh, we check uh, our email on a regular basis, on a usually a daily basis. Uh, strongstylelife at gmail dot com. If That's they want to uh, just ask a quick question on Twitter at strongstylelife, uh, you can follow us on Instagram strongstylelife and uh, our website sslclothing dot com. And we we've been I've I get into the spell of where I want to just throw throw merch out, just throw new stuff out, throw new stuff out, throw new stuff out, and and my team has to calm me down. A little bit right. because because with throwing new stuff out uh, that that adds to cost where we have to let profit catch up. So right. I think we're gonna I would say with the legacy collection we're gonna take kind of a little break and we're gonna release a few new shirts uh, mm-hmm. and try to get some I I, I really want to get some uh, women's apparel out because okay. I feel like that's a demographic that we haven't touched on yet and uh, we're working on trying to get some of that just the standard uh, strong style life stuff and maybe like strong style women. Uh, type graphics, uh, but yeah, we're gonna kind of. So don't think that if we take if we, we take some kind of a step back and slow down a little bit over the past probably two or three weeks, don't think that we're just done. Please don't think that. Just just we have to let we have to wait till we, till business catches back up and then then we'll hit the gas again and take off. Very cool. The last thing that uh, we always ask every guest that comes on, Patrick, is if they can record a bump for us. If you could. Quit say something for us like this is Patrick Price from SSL oh. Clothing. You're listening. Ah, well, it's not. It's not like we're giving you a shot of penicillin. Oh, it's, come on, man. Come this, on. It's this easy. is what I'm horrible at. No, it's All not. Right, it's it's, it's simple. No, you like this is Patrick Price from Strong Style Life Clothing. You're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show. You go when you're ready. Give me, give me a countdown, Laura. Five, four, three, two, one. Patrick Price from Strong Style Life Clothing, and you're listening to Live from the Armory. Hashtag, do you listen? See, that was painless, Love wasn't it? it? Painless. Uh, horrible promos. <laughs> Maybe we ought to put out hashtag painless. Yes, <laughs> hashtag painless. I like it. That's going to be our next T-shirt. There you go. Thank you, guys. I really do appreciate you having me on. I look forward to working with you guys in the future. Absolutely. Thank you very much for your help. Thank you. Y'all have a good show. You too. Thanks. And there goes Patrick. All right. Very good. Let's see. All right. Tell you what I'm going to do. Laura? If you'd like to run down some indie events for me, I'm going to sure go on and call our second guest. I also want to talk about, because I totally skipped over it, 
like a dummy, on congratulate my BFF, Caleb Conley, on beating Ricochet, non-title match, but he beat him. And also, congratulate Caleb and Anthony Neese for winning the Open the United Gate, Open the Freedom Gate, sorry, um, tag team titles. Um, Caleb Conley's going places. I have said this all along. I don't know why people don't listen to me. Um, but you, you guys should listen to me more often. Um, and also, real quick, um, wanted to announce George South's wrestling show coming up. It's I believe it's this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Victory Fest in Bridgham, Michigan. Bridgman, Michigan. Sorry about that. Um, you can go to victoryfest.org for more information. It's a free show, but you got to have a ticket to get in. $6 at the door, 6.30 bell time. Also, Cameron Cade wanted me to give a shout-out to Chase Brown for speedy recovery because um, Chase tore his pectoral muscle and didn't have to have surgery, so we're really hoping that Chase gets back in the ring very, very soon because if you have not seen Chase Brown wrestle, you should be ashamed of yourself. I want to also talk about Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment. This Saturday, 8 p.m. bell time, our good friend uh, Joshua Von Wheeler's promotion. We love Josh. Uh, scheduled to appear is Simon Sermon, uh, Mr. Sleazer Thompson, Jimmy Ray, Mike Cruz, The Usual Suspects, and many more. More information at www.atlantawrestlingentertainment.com. NWA Smoky Mountain presents the Morgan Memorial, Saturday, September 20th at the Kingsport Civic Auditorium. Bell time is 8 p.m. This event, held since 2010 to honor Chris Morgan and all proceeds from this event, go to the American Cancer Society. This event features a one-night eight-team tournament to crown the new NWA U.S. Tag Team Champs as the titles are now vacant. More information at www.nwasmokymountain.com. That is Smoky without an E. Omega Pro Wrestling presents Loco and Joko 2. Saturday, September 20th was a 7.30 p.m. bell time at the, I think it's newest uh, charter school in Smithville, North Carolina, because Bob always gives me stuff I can't pronounce. Uh, the you featured can't pronounce match that? The bravados, you can't it, pronounce you, that? You pronounce it. You pronounce uh, it. Is it Neus? Knee use. Or is it? Is no, it that's news? like when you're walking, you use your knees. Knee use. I think it's niece. I think the use right, silent. Well, okay. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just type it out. Uh, the, the feature match is going to be the Bravados versus the Hardys, which is going to be a great match, folks. You need to get down to uh, Smithfield, North Carolina. More information at www.omegalives.com. And the, la- the are, last are one on ready? the list, no, nah, yeah, I got it. The, la- the last one on the list is Pro, Re- Pro Wrestling Syndicate, uh, all fired up Saturday, September 20th from the Rahway Rec Center in Rahway, New Jersey, 8 p.m. bell time. Scheduled to appear, this is like a who's who, folks. This is why I threw this one in here. Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Rob Van Dam, SoCal Val, Earl Hebner, Jimmy Snuka, and more. Um, I think they're part of the meet-and-greet deal. Scheduled to compete. Luke Hawks, Brian XL, Amazing Red, Lance Storm, and Just Incredible, first-time reunion as the Impact players and more. 
Uh, Pro Wrestling Syndicate has an extremely weird website. If you just Google Pro Wrestling Syndicate, it will take you to the link because it's it's a crazy link. But at any rate, check that out, Pro Wrestling Syndicate. Folks, uh, as promised, running a little bit behind tonight, but that's the perils of doing live podcasting. Not a big deal. I'd like to thank Patrick for being on the show. Uh, coming up now, we have Entertainer Extraordinaire. You know, I've joked yep. that I've joked that he's one half of the modern era Martin and Lewis, uh, but he's also a wrestler and he's actually a pretty cool guy. Zane Riley's on the show. Zane, how are you tonight? Hello, I'm well. How are you? Well, you know, it's Wednesday night. We're doing the show. What could be better? Am I Martin or Lewis? I think I'm a little too young to get that reference. Well, you can pick. <laughs> okay. All right. That's for Martin. I He's real funny. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, you know, I, I, it was just one of those things that just came out. I, I don't know. You know how that I like goes. It. I'll take it. I'll put All that right. on a T-shirt. I'll put that in an episode. <laughs> if you make anything off of it, I get a percentage. Um, <laughs> we make money off of anything? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you guys, you guys are making money. We'll get right into that. Uh, Zane, first I want to thank you for, for, for being with us tonight. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule. I know that you're busy. Uh, and of well, course, time. I like to talk about myself. <laughs> right. Joining me, uh, all, you can hear already on the other end of the line, of course, Laura's with us. Laura! Hey, Zane. Hi, Laura. Hey. Did uh, Cameron Cade also wish Chase Brown a speedy recovery for busting his mouth open and having to get stitches? <laughs> but he left no, that he out. <laughs> he left that part okay, out. Okay, okay. I, I don't know how did far, he, how much I can give away. He just felt bad about the torn pec muscle, not so much the stitches. Nah. Yeah, you know, I you know there. It's not that bad. No, it's like playing Operation. We're just removing the butterflies on the stomach. That's all. Uh, I guess first and foremost, uh, congratulations are in order uh, for you and Caleb meeting the Kickstarter goal for the movie. Uh, The series has kind of taken a life all of its own, hasn't it? Yes, it has. It's very weird. What the? You know, I know that most of our fans watch it. I know I watch it. I mean, it it it, it leaves me laughing. It's entertaining. How did this whole thing? How did the whole thing come about? I mean, you guys are making a movie over it, so at least we deserve to know where it came from. Hell, I wish I knew how it came about. Uh, <laughs> we, me and Caleb, was uh, we would spend a ridiculous amount of time traveling to all these shows, uh, like to. CZW and back in like a day. And right. so we would just have all this free time to talk about stupid stupid things that we found funny. And it was uh, just one night we were like, hey, what if we had a show uh, that we kind of did this? Um, and I think this is right about the time that what came before worst promo ever. Uh, creative has nothing for you. But mm-hmm. that was just winding down. And that we kind of had like an idea of that. And then Jake and Caleb but also had an idea they were going to do called Item of the Week uh, that never came to fruition. Uh, and it was Item about the week. same thing. Item of the Week, trying to sell things on highspots.com, uh, where you can buy That's all good. of your wrestling needs and wants. That's www.highspots.com. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> shameless plugs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll so, <laughs> so, uh, so we were just talking about stupid ideas, and then one day we're like, hey, let's record one of these stupid ideas. And it was awful, especially now to go back and watch it. But we just kind of kept doing it because we really didn't have anything else to do. And, you know, we, we had some good ones, and then we put a stupid stuff bear in it, and then it really kind of took off. More so I than our our three hundred four hundred viewers became like six hundred viewers. So let's not say take off like now I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like I said, it kind of taken a life of its own. You know, people people like it. You know, I I think it's extremely entertaining. Uh, you know, and speaking about entertainment, you know, and, and I know we're going to talk more a little bit about your about your wrestling career. And I've always I've always kind of wondered this for guys that do, uh, you know, comedic wrestling or or the funny guy. Uh, do you ever feel like you're boxed in to being the comedy wrestler? Does it ever get old to you, Zane? Um, no. I mean, sometimes like I'm I I. I work so many shows that like I use I can use a couple of the same jokes over. So when mm-hmm. I have a string of different people but constantly doing the same joke, it does kind of get that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, my only other alternative would to be uh would be actually to be able to wrestle and that's not really my thing. <laughs> so I always keep being the funny guy. Yeah. Uh, well, what the hell is it? Do I? I know. Who, I said, who, who did that ever be? Yeah. Who did that ever be? <laughs> yeah. Who's Terry Funk? I just know he didn't yeah. wear a mouthpiece. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But uh, you know, I I do I do like it. Uh, I like being the the wrestler that people can not be wrestling fans but enjoy seeing. Uh, so that's always been uh, a plus. And there's always room for a comedy match, as Michael Bikikio from High Spot. Uh, will tell you. Always room for a, a comedy match. That's triple w dot highspots dot com <laughs> for all your Cha-ching. wrestling. Cha-ching. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought Speaking we were of, supposed to get put over tonight. Yeah, that's the whole theme of the show. We we finally get put yeah. over. Yeah. You know, hey, after you a week. shirt. I I can't yeah. I can't touch that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can I I'll have to figure out a good way. Like. I'm gonna be a monarch butterfly for you and a bumblebee. <laughs> now don't spoil right. it. Those shirts are out by then. I'll wear the don't shirt give, as the bumblebee. You're supposed to don't give everything away. You're you're supposed you're supposed to leave a little bit. You know you're supposed to hold some back. You know, Lord, don't worry, Lord's gonna ride you. You don't know Zane though, Bob. There is no holding back with this company. back. I'm balls you know, walls all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Uh, what is it? You mentioned them. What is it about uh, wrestling that keeps the fans watching week after week after week, show after show, even the ones that are most critical of the product? Because I know that you hear it. I mean, we see the the stuff that's put out on the internet, you know, in the comments and all that. What what is it about wrestling that keeps people coming back? Well, for the most critical, I would just think they wouldn't have anything else to bitch about if 
wrestling. They didn't have wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's what I always seem to do about the national product. Minus the fact that they just True. constantly watch it week after week, which is also odd. Um, right. But, you know, wrestling is wrestling's always been, I don't know, it's always been a staple. Like, regardless of, uh, of who you are or what walk of life you come from, it's always been, it's always had some point in your life. You either know who Hulk Hogan is or Stone Cold is or your dad used to watch it when you were little or everyone has a story that relates to wrestling. So it's it's, it's always going to be in our fiber, in our, in our body, that we're going to, to like it one point or another. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that I had read somewhere that wrestling is one of the longest televised programs in existence in one form or another dating back to the late 50s and early 60s. So, you know, something has to be said for that. Folks, our studio number is 213-816-1605. I left this guy on hold, and I can't remember if he had a question or not. True God, you still there? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was just listening. I was just listening. You're just I don't, listening. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I it sounds like you're going to call up along. I'm, That's I'm why freaking a slurpee. I just left 7-Eleven. Give me a damn break. Okay. <laughs> Give me a break. Give okay. me a break. Okay. Uh, did did, right, did you no, have I'm, a question I'm, for I'm, Zane? Just, uh, no, man. I, I don't. I don't I'm, oh, actually, I do have a question uh, for Zane. You, you guys haven't mentioned Batista Bear yet, and I have been watching uh, Zane and Caleb throw the world religiously, and I want to know what is the legacy going to be of Batista Bear when this is all said and done. All right, what boss. Is, what? What will what, like, what, what the legacy will be? Well, I mean, yes. Yeah. Batista Bear is off spreading his seed everywhere, so the legacy is intact. My fat child and Caleb's free child will have a bear to do their stupid show with. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. The, the eternal. He's going to live forever. <laughs> the eternal Batista Bear. Good right. God. You must be on drugs Bob. first, you know. Yeah, what was, you haven't met he lives a, he, he lives a lavishing lifestyle. Yes, he does. The most famous Jack bear in the world. The most say. interesting bear in the world. That's right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I was hoping his legacy would be let me sell him for $750 on the Kickstarter. That sure wasn't his legacy. He's still, he is still pissed about that. I bet so. He did from time to bitch. <laughs> Everybody gets to see like the friendly side of Batista Bear, but mm. behind closed doors in the locker room, it's a different story. Yeah. The prima donna. If he makes it to the locker room, he usually just hangs out <laughs> at the merch table. If he goes, if he goes to the show, oh, fickle that bear. Bringing bear. That bear's great. Hanging around. That bear's great. Not paying rent. I know that much. <laughs> not, not, not bringing in the money. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Batista Bear. I'm looking at you. You're <laughs> looking like I'm an asshole for saying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Oh yeah. So okay. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, wearing bumblebee costumes. I want to talk about a little bit about that. About you and Caleb wearing butterfly and bumblebee costumes in this movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Because <laughs> like, you, you, it's going you're down. You're going to be the bumblebee, I mean, right? 
No, I'm going to be the Bumblebee. I'm, I'm watching those yeah, Blind be... Melon music videos to know that <laughs> I'm going to be the Bumblebee. And Kevin's going to be the butterfly. I have some oh, kind of... Oh, of course, he's the pretty you know... one. <laughs> Don't confuse the pretty one. Um... And speaking of, well, let me ask you this first. Um, I can see some kind of like a Fantasia kind of, you know, musical montage. Well, we did you, we did break twelve hundred dollars. We didn't. No, we did break twelve fifty. So we have to do a yep. musical number. What better? What is that? Exactly. Uh, Fly was it Fly of the Monarch? Is that a is that a classical song? What is that one classical song? I think it's Flight of the Bumblebee. Fly to the Bumblebee. Oh, yeah. ooh, even better. That's me. Ooh, that means I'm over. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Instead of Caleb. Done. <laughs> Who's that son of a bitch <laughs> ever beat? Shut <laughs> the bravados. Oh. What is he? Is he a ball tag team champion or something? <laughs> the young bucks. Jeez, what? Yeah. How dare he? Um, speaking <laughs> of... The, I'm thinking of the show, I want to ask you something, because I've never been able to quite make out what it is you guys say. Whenever you guys are, you know, woken up abruptly, there's something that comes <laughs> out of your mouth, and I can never figure out what it is. What is it? It's ice up, son. It's what? Ice up, son. Ice up, son. Okay, because I never okay. can figure out what that is. I'm like, what the, what the hell are they saying? Okay. Wasn't um, it like I think it was a Steve Smith from the Panthers, like did something cool in a football game, and then told that guy to ice up, son, after he like stomped his ass on a play or whatever. <laughs> uh, that that came oh. from. We had this, we had this one episode uh, that we never speak of, that and mine and Caleb's mine never happened, and it was the first time that we gave uh, our camera guy Seth a little bit of freedom to kind of do what he wanted, and. In my opinion, probably put together the worst episode we've ever had. Uh, the idea of the episode was it was the previously on Zane and Caleb, but all of the previous things had never happened before, like me dying or some some stupid things happening. Right. But uh, he he threw that in there. So as as to kind of still poke fun at, at him for thanks for not breaking 400 views, asshole. We like to throw that out whenever we can. Gotcha. And then, we, and we yeah. also remind him on a daily basis how how awful uh, he is and how bad views come whenever he's on the show. So we like so keeping this place. We feel that we'll keep him around if we just berate him and insult him. He can't go anywhere, and it's working. It's working real well. I would say so, yes. Because he, <laughs> he's know. still there. Yeah, he's, he's not going to the other shows at High Spot. He's not going to the other High Spot shows, like the gimmick table or Dad, you don't work, you wrestle. Right, so you guys are stuck with him. That's right. He, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> bitch is in my stable forever. He's my bottom <laughs> bitch. <laughs> he's the bottom bitch. Okay. I can't wait till the next time I see him and say that to him. Um, you know, uh, you you have lost quite a bit of weight. Um, wow. If you don't mind telling us how much you've lost and what was the motivation behind it and exactly how did you do it? 
to date, I have lost 40 pounds from the beginning of the year. Uh, I've done a bunch of crack and a real good bit of cocaine. Uh, so that's helped a lot. Like, hard drugs is really kind of what I did it for. Like, actually, that was actually the motivation, the hard drugs. And yeah. the... the 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 substance in which I used to do such acts of losing weight was also the hard drugs. Uh, I don't really know how. <laughs> it definitely wasn't going to the damn gym. <laughs> this is commonly known as the stem fast diet, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a I, know, I know what you're speaking of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I stopped drinking so much beer, like like half the amount of beer, so only a twelve pack, and then a lot more wine and gin. Because uh, yeah. Caleb got me on oh. gin very well, like got me hooked on gin. Uh, so she's rad, and uh, um, no, just kind of ate a little bit better, and no real reason as to. I'm just tired of being fat, like that fat. Uh, 340 pounds is a whole lot to carry around, or 330 pounds. Uh, so um, dropped to 290, 290 pounds of epic. You know, still got the epic. That's right. Still there. Can't go too much lower, or the the weight becomes less epic. I become two hundred fifty pounds. Meh. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, and of maybe what kind kind of cannonball can you do with you know if you're what? you know right? What like, kind of a cannonball could you that? do? You know exactly, exactly. Um, everybody knows you have a lot of tattoos. Bah. Which one, one is two. your personal got, favorite? My personal favorite. Uh, I got a beard mm-hmm. and crossbones that I like. Mhm. Just a beard with crossbones behind it. And I've got like the sentimental mom and dad tattoo, but definitely that one. <laughs> I like my beard way more than my mom and dad. <laughs> your, your mom and your mom and dad tattoo isn't like inside of a ship anchor, is it? Or no, no. Uh, the no, mom is no, on no. a swallow, like a bird, and then my dad is on the hammer. Okay. Is he is the just checking. Just, just checking. I like the the Darth Vader looking tattoo you have. Oh yeah, I have that one too. I have a, a, a Mexican wrestling mask that looks like Darth Vader. Yeah. It's a luchador. Exactly. Um, all times. You know more about them than I do. You answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> you ask your questions about my tips. I mean, Pat. <laughs> we had a very interesting Facebook conversation this morning with people who I put out a message saying Dave was going to be on. You want to ask him about his tats? And two people thought I read it as, "Did you ever want to ask him about his tits?" So, um, if you want to, folks, <laughs> call in. We'll talk about. Please things. do ask. Ask away. I'll tell you about yeah, my tits. I mean. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> not the you, business you of come over. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not I don't know if you know this or not, but uh Johnny Smalls was on last week and he told us that XWW was not closing down but just taking a break. What Ooh, are your thoughts on I heard, XWW? I heard tell. On XWW? Man, it's mm-hmm. really Manny Mac is a is a real great guy. Uh real smart and business savvy and Johnny Smalls is one of the nicest guys you'll meet in wrestling. Uh, XWW had a bunch of, you know, ran into a bunch of bad luck situations, uh, be it inconsistent rosters or uh, shaky booking here and there or 
people come in stealing their uh, stealing their venues or other okay. people coming in and stealing their other venues or someone else coming in and stealing another venue. You know, just all of those right. things. Uh, they got a bad rap, but they're very underdog, and they kept coming back, and they stopped. You know, they didn't care. They just, all right, well, let's do it this way. Let's go here. Let's go over here. And I, I respect Manny Mac tenfold by just not giving up. He's a scrappy underdog, and that's why I always like working for him. That's why I will always work for him whenever he asks me. I really enjoyed it at the Ink, at Ink Fest. I, I didn't get to see, you know, all three uh, days, but I really liked what you guys were doing, and I, I was really saddened here that, you know, it was going mm-hmm. under, but I'm really glad that uh, uh, Manny Mac's coming back, and perhaps you'll get to defend your XWWTV title. The guy that owned that belt made me give it back. I'm still oh. champion, damn it. Yeah, that That's kid. Right. I'm not even going to say his name. I'm not even going to put him over like that. <laughs> he came to my house and want his belt back. They want my belt. Um, want my belt. I guess I blame him. I, I was just wearing it around my house naked. I guess that's what he's doing with it. <laughs> Joke's on him. I hope you enjoy that one. Uh, but I, and, and you know, and another good thing to say about Manny, and especially that specific run of weekend, he has a really good. He has a really good young roster now. Uh, a lot of guys that are can do a couple of things in wrestling if they wanted to. Uh, kid named Sephiroth. Uh, Mm-hmm. Garrett Sinclair is doing a lot in South Carolina right now. Uh, he's one of Thomas Simpson's kids that put, he puts over a good bit and for a good reason. I mean, Garrett's a pretty cool kid. Uh, oh, there's somebody else I wanted to say. I can't remember who it was. And of course, Terry Houston's there, and I'm there. So, a good, a good mix of young guys with old guys. Well, You've been involved involved with SIP and Evolve um, here recently. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. It has been awesome. Trevin Adams is a great guy to work for and work with. Um, I get to sleep on Larry Zabisco's couch like once every other month. That's cool. <laughs> uh, I get to work with a lot of guys. Uh, the guys that I've gotten to work with thus far, like uh, – uh, Mr. 450. Uh, Love him. Jesus yeah. De Leon. <laughs> Jesus Lion. I need to work with Jesus Lion. I had a fun <laughs> little match with him and uh, Jody Christofferson, who I found out after I wrestled him. Uh, this is former <laughs> NXT talent, Jody Christofferson. Right, right. And afterwards, I found out he was Chris Christofferson's son, and I lost my shit because that was awesome. <laughs> Talk about Sunday morning I wrestled, coming down. I wrestled Whistler's. I wrestled Whistler's kid from Blade, and Blade's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh yeah, definitely. Not, not even to mention the Highwayman. It was not even get started on that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's been great. And then working with Gabe and Sal has also been pretty cool. You know, they're both real cool guys. Uh, and- I had to do a lot of the darts for Evolve the last couple of reviews. And I fucked around and ended up on one of the pay-per-views with Trevor Lee. Barefoot. Barefoot. Just our trunks. Team Thunder fucking. 
We did a yeah. three-minute match in a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It was so quick. <laughs> we, well, we originally had, like, eight minutes in the dark, and then, like, another tag team complained we, or, uh, mentioned that it was kind of messed up. We had more time than they did, uh, and they were, you know, they were actually on the pay-per-view. So they bumped us down some time, and then the match before us, I think, ran long, and Gabe runs back to us. You guys got three minutes. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm going to go get my shit in. <laughs> and uh, so uh, it was me and Trevor versus uh, Jason Cade and I think Aaron Epic. And Yeah, I think so, yeah. Like, we'd, we'd had one long match. We had, like, a normal-sized match planned out, and Aaron, uh, uh, Epic just came through and went, all right, cut that, cut that, this, this. All right, cool deal. Let's do it. And uh, it just turned out being a minute and a half. There's a minute and a half of us beating the shit out of them. I felt real bad about it. I really like Aaron Epic and Jason Cade. Yeah, it was a beat. I was going to evolve after abuse or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Who cares, right? <laughs> um. Trample the week, as they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shameless John Scholar Tell- plug. There you go. Cha-ching. Oh, Cha-ching. Barely down the wrong hole. Careful. (laughs) I was going to say, are you okay? I was around in there for a minute. I should have said, I should have kept drinking my Mike's Hard Lemonade that I was drinking on. (laughs) Switch over to the hard stuff, PBR. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Oh, God. (laughs) PBR. Jesus. Um, Seen PBR. Uh, how was the last Grindhouse show? I missed it. Uh, it was as good as the Grindhouse show could be. Uh, actually, it was a very good show, actually. A lot of the matches were good. Uh, I wrestled. It was me and Mr. Sleeve, Derek Thompson, against uh, the Young Guns, and then later that night I wrestled Fireball. Uh, yeah, and, you know, I was going to ask you about as, that. As always. <laughs> Um, Who are you gonna ask? I saw a picture of you uh, with <laughs> with Fireball and a headlock, and Sleeves is in the ring with you. And I I didn't realize you were going to wrestle Fireball later that night because I thought, uh oh. I didn't know good. either. <laughs> I wasn't aware either until it happened. <laughs> but did, you know, did you guys turn on Fireball or what? Because it was kind of no, no, no. Know, uh, one of the originally he was going to wrestle. Uh, a kid from Hickory named Rusty Rodriguez, and he wasn't able to make it, so. Oh. He was kind of, yeah, I'll wrestle you. Yeah, I'll wrestle twice. I don't mind. And then Sleeves happened to be the special guest referee for that. Uh, <laughs> mainly just of so we could, just, you know, grab a bunch of wieners and kiss and get the oohs and ahs of the crowd. Uh, y'all kissed? Yeah, I think it was a three-way kiss. All right. I missed it. Catch it on. Catch it on DVD when it comes out. That's right. Fireball's going to put it on DVD. I can't wait. That's going to be like move of the night. Yep. Right there. <laughs> um, getting a little serious, what is your take on South Carolina raising the fees for wrestling licenses? I'm for it. I think it should be. Hell, it should be more. Uh, well, first off, to, to, to backtrack a bit, uh, the South Carolina Wrestling Commission does not give us any – they do nothing for us. So, ideally, first off, it would just be 
shut down because all we're doing is throwing money at something that gives us something back. There's no union. There's no there's no care for us if we get hurt. There's there's nothing we get by giving right. the money. They just get money. That being said, I'm for it. Give them more money. Uh, just because, uh, you know, independent wrestling is very saturated no matter where you're at. And uh, so you're always going to have an untrained guy or a guy that could definitely use more training just coming and thinking he's the hot shit on the crowd in the card and ends up having a match that kind of can kill the show or hurt themselves or, more importantly, hurt someone important. <laughs> you know? and Like you. Hey, we've got Cameron Cade hurting exactly like me. Cameron Cade hurt his own friend. <laughs> that guy $800 for all that baby oil. I've been coming over twice so far. I've got to stop doing that. I promised myself I wouldn't put him over at all. Uh, yeah, you've done, you've done it twice, so. <laughs> I know. He's going to get booked off me now. Damn it. Uh, but, like, uh, but, yeah, more importantly, someone like myself would get hurt, and I don't need that. I'm already old. I don't want to want to be crippled just yet. Um, but that actually just goes back, I think, more so to promoters letting these kids on the cards and kind of filling spots and all this. Uh, but at the same time, they're only going up to, I believe, $75, which isn't a lot. If you can't make $75 back in a weekend or a month or $75 stops you from pursuing your dream, you shouldn't be doing it anyway. Oh, I didn't realize it was just going up to $75 because I, I had, I guess, envisioned because everyone was so against it, it was like hundreds of dollars. No, it's going up to $75. And uh, everyone's big complaint is that it went from 10 to 75 And then how do they how do they justify going up that much of a skip, you know, a $65 skip? Well, hell, how do they justify just doing $10? What does it matter? They don't get anything. So it's just the same. True. Like, well. <laughs> you got to pay to play, and if you're going to make money, I mean, all these, the people that aren't complaining are the guys that will make that much money in a weekend. Very you, true. You think, if that prevents, you think Zane, sir? You think, Zane, that it's going to help more than it's going to hurt by weeding out people that probably shouldn't be near a ring to begin with, right? I, I think it's a step in the in the right direction. Uh, that's because uh, the, the double-edged sword of this is that really shitty people that don't belong in a ring have $75. And often people that that do belong in a ring might not have 75 bucks. That goes back to my whole, if you're that good, you're going to make that back in a weekend. Right. And and we still have, I think uh, Derek Vanderford posted that uh, as of October 27th, like after the 27th of October, you can get it done. You can go ahead and get licensed then and account for next year too. So, I mean, you right. have the remainder of this year to save up 75 bucks. And then some some promotions in South Carolina uh, mm. have a physical, like a guy that comes in that's physicals for like a discounted price. I pay 60 for a physical just to, down the street. They get guys to come in there for like 25 bucks. So for 100 bucks, you're good to go till next year. You so, you mentioned something I, I briefly. See that is, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, I see it all as just some people trying to whine about stuff. And I've gotten the, hey, sign this petition thing, and I will not sign that petition. Go right. to 200. 
I can make that much money too. I mean, it's better better go to a different state if you don't want to pay that much money. Now, I do know it's hurting the promoters because their price is going up to run a show, period. And that's right. unfortunate for, for some places. Some places don't need to fucking run. <laughs> but <Right. laughs> you, you, I feel you bad for them on... as far as, like, people... Sir? No, you touched on something that really piqued my curiosity about the... You said that the, the commission, the, re, the the athletic commission in South Carolina doesn't do anything for wrestlers anyway. Would you like to see them more involved, or would you even be opposed to having uh, a, a commission in, in North Carolina? Uh, I, I don't think there like should that? be one at all. I would, I would support a commission in North Carolina if uh, they had uh, a group of agreed on competent people that would judge a person if they can actually wrestle. The only downside to, you know, anybody can send in their $10 in physical and say, I'm a wrestler. Or anybody right. can go to www.highspots.com and order boots. Right. Did it again, the three times. Uh, Cha-ching. But, and High Spots doesn't ask you if you're a wrestler. And you can just get these things and just get on shows. And so people will just let you go. I, so you I, think, I would like a commission that would actually like make people come in. Like, all right, well, do like you have to pass a test to, to become a wrestler, right? And that's the only way that a commission would actually do us any good, right? But okay. it just it, it just kind of jumped out at me because you know I I remember reading back in the day, and I I don't mean to interrupt, Laura. I remember reading back in the day. You know, they would talk about you know wrestlers having licenses <clears> and ref having licenses and so on and so forth in, in certain states. And to be honest with you, I thought it was all just a work. I'm like, who in the hell needs a referee's license? You know, you know I agree, or a manager's you know, license. You know? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what in the hell are they talking about? He doesn't have his manager's license. You know, that's got to be some kind of weird angle. And then, you know, come to find out later on, it's actually true, you know, in certain that's the, that's the thing there. So, and I want okay. to say there's only like uh, 11 states in America that that are licensed. Like, mm-hmm. I know South Carolina, Virginia has one where you just give them money. They don't even care about your physical. They just give them 40 bucks and fill out an application. Right. Um, wow. Louisiana, I know, has one because everybody had to get it for WrestleCon this year. Right, uh, had to submit a blood test and all that. You had to get you had to get blood tested, which I think is a great idea anywhere. As a professional right. wrestler, I feel that you should be such a professional that you already have these things. Right. Uh, hmm. I think uh, Minnesota does because Miss Natural talks about it a lot. Uh, it was was part of the conversation that we had. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a long conversation I had when I first put my my thoughts about this on Facebook. Right. So uh, I believe uh, Brittany Patera. Um, I believe she uh, she has one there that's awful. Uh, Kentucky has one, and I think they randomly drug test. Hmm. Like they'll just oh, show wow. up to your show and give you a quick piss test. So, you want to take a so you want to take a you want to take a phone call real quick, Zay? I'll from, take any phone here. call. Okay, let's see who this is here. Three three six. You're on with live from the Armory and Zane Riley. Well, hi. I'd like to order a large pizza, please. Uh, mm. yeah. Would you like that extra with sausage? extra sausage? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're having sausage party. This is the happiest day of my life, Zane. It's trash. Trash. Hey, hey, trash! What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm I'm doing outstanding. And yourself? Uh, 
phenomenal. That's great. I, I finally called in and I said I was going to do it when you were on the show, man. And here I am. And here you are. Here we are. And here I am. Perfect hey, strangers. Bob, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much for calling in tonight. It's good to talk to you. Well, I don't believe you, but that's good. Zane, I wanted to ask you a quick question, man. Okay. You know, you know how the, I mean, you know the beard phase. It's it's going crazy, right? Yep, running wild, brother. Who who do you think had the best beard in pro wrestling? Jimmy Boogie Woogie Man Valiant or Jerry Blackwell? Ooh, look at you. Just because Boogie Woogie's had his finger in my ass, I'm gonna say him. Hey, dude, I can he die a happy man that. now. There you go. I know. Hey, guys, I, feel, I, I do to... feel though. I do feel though that uh, Dr. Dusty Williams is being slept on as far as good beards go, and yeah. uh, and uh, Garvin. Maybe Oliver. Maybe uh, Oliver Humperdinck. In the in the, in the, uh, yeah. the sequenced out in gloves uh, phase, what? where it's like one just big mask. What about Bruiser Brody? <laughs> Yeah, but you can't tell him he's got a bad beard. He'll kick cool. your ass. Of course, but we, we all know that. But that was in the, cho- the two choices there. Bruiser yeah, Brody that, overall. Yeah, yeah, Bruiser Brody overall. Give me, give me Brody or give me death. There you and go. I do have an idea. I, I've, I've got one more match left in me, Zane. I'm going to grow a beard. Okay. And we, need to be moon do- we need to be Moondogs 2014. Can you do that? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, oh, Dude, all day. Where do I go? Just tell me it. Just, just tell Dude, me an area, and I'll just come live there until it's time. Rude, we, we, we're going to be the moon, we're going to do the Moon Dogs one night only. Done, done. I'm there. I'm so yeah, there. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you for letting me call in. It was a pleasure. I'm a big fan, and love you guys. Thank you so much. Love you too, Trash. Trash. See you guys. Bye. Bye. There he goes. I, I think that is a great tag team idea. You know. I'm for it. Um, I'll never turn that down, especially as someone that is in a thousand tag teams. I'll definitely do the new Moon Dogs. <laughs> the Noon Dogs. Well. <laughs> the Noon Dogs. Half past Moon Dogs. The half past Dogs. Yeah. Half past five. <laughs> the 420 Dogs. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the tag teams, let's talk about you and Lance Luke. Woo! You're going to be facing. I love Lance Luke. Uh, going to be Thank facing you. the Brutes at WrestleCade. Brutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big Brutes. So, what do you think about that? I am excited. Uh, I have only met one of them, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm excited to to work with them. I'm always excited to work with Lance. Uh, Lance is phenomenal and insanely underrated. Oh my yep. God, the kid is insane. Um, he should be on everybody's show all on the same day. He should he should be working my schedule. Stellar guy inside and outside of the ring. Lance is and you guys so insanely humble, and he's like he is the total package to me. He he is. We've had him on the show before, and just absolutely was floored by what he's been through in his life and and that, you know, he living the dream of being a professional wrestler is just it, it was just well, awesome, deserves awesome to live that dream it's in. Yeah, I I totally agree. And you guys are going on the Fan Fest um 
portion of Wrestle K. This will be your second Wrestle K, correct? Or were you at the first one? It will be. It, no, this will be my second. I was in the uh, the Fan Fest last year. Right. Technically, so, technically it'll be my third because I sold merch at the first one. Uh, and with oh, the ominous okay. Balls Mahoney story occurred. Right, and I'm going to ask you about your Balls Mahoney story here in just a second. But I want to talk a little, just a little bit about, we've okay. got to get Bob and Caleb uh, meeting at the gimmick table well, or something because done. this has got to happen because uh, Bob likes to He's on FanFest, too. That's right, he what? is. So do what? What are going to do now, Bob? What's that? That's what you're going to do now, Bob. Yeah, Caleb's on FanFest as well, so you guys can have a sit-down. That's right. Yep. Uh, You know, here's the thing is that, you know, I think what's happened is is that that people have just misconstrued things. You know, what's happened is is that from the time that I started mentioning Caleb Conley's name, nothing but good things have happened. I've actually helped him more than I've hindered him. I mean, just look this past weekend, the boy got gold around his waist. How can how can that point be argued? I have motivated <laughs> Caleb to be better. God Almighty, he knows this. <laughs> I know it. And here's what's really going to happen. And this this you can you can put this on on your little Twitter machine, Laura. At Wrestlecade, Caleb Conley will shake my hand and he will thank me <laughs> in front of God and everyone. Now, and that's Zane, just the you way make it's going sure to be. you go tell Caleb that, okay? You, you I'm make sure so you tell excited. Caleb that. We'll no, I'm going to get at Wrestlecade. I'm going to work we'll all of this. This is going to be one of the things that I that I rib Caleb with, where I just play along and just amuse myself. Yeah, just tell him. Say, you know, like I'm going to tell him all the shit that Bob it. said about him off air. Yeah, tell him. <laughs> tell him. You know awesome. what? So say, Caleb, Bob's right. Bob's right. You ought to apologize. Wasn't for Bob, him. you would not be over like you are in Evolve and Drag Gate. Exactly. I'm the one that actually should have oh put the belt God. on him at Evolve. I should have been flown I in to put so. the belt yeah. on them. That's how over Look I at Bob. Am. Absolutely. Look oh at me. Oh, my God. I'm Thank God for me. I believe Thank it. God for me. I don't know why Lord is so against all of this. I, I, I don't believe know it so hardly. I know. It. I know because it. I've been. I think we got, uh, we got another caller. Hold on a second here, Zane. Let's see who this is. Okay. Jesus. We're going for a late a record. Exactly. 864, you're on with Live from the Armory with Zane. Hey, Zane, this is Bryce Anthony. Hey, Bryce Anthony. You What's said you were going to call and you did. How are you, buddy? I did. And I waited until the last minute, and uh, everybody knows that Bullshit. Zane if, next if Patrick Price can go over, I'm going over. <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if he can go outside of his town like a thigh slapper, I'm going over my time like a thigh slapper. <laughs> Absolutely. We can drag it out out as long as you want. Um, Everybody knows that that Zane is really good at putting over people, and I've actually never had the opportunity to wrestle Zane. But uh, one of the things that Mm -hmm. I remember from the first time I met him, we were at XWW, uh, and I wrestled a match with James Drake. Yeah, being an independent independent wrestler, you always get that. When you come back to the curtain, you you know, guys go, what do you think or how did it look? And, you know, guys have pretty much – going by the wayside and said, oh, it looked great, and they never even watched a minute. Not one minute. But they're telling you it's great, so what do guys think? Oh, well, I did everything great. You know, everything was great. Well, 
the match that me and Drake had was when we walked back through the curtain, everybody gave us the whole, oh, man, it was great. You know, this was great. This was good. And uh, I sat down, and Zane said, there was one thing you didn't do. And I was like, hmm. You know, because guys never tell you the honest truth. And he's like, mm-hmm. uh, when, you're, when you're kick outs, you know, it was kind of weak. You, you know, it was right towards the end of the match. We fixed take it home. And uh, it was funny because I was, I was blown up and I was I was exhausted. And that baby face, you know, baby face kick out was very weak. And he's like, that was the only thing that disappointed me. And I've taken that now. And every time I kick out when I'm that baby face, I, I try to make it seem like it's the last hope in the world. <laughs> How would Zane Riley kick out? Say what? How would Zane Riley kick out? And you think about that every time. Yeah, what would Zane Riley do? Oh my God! Well, I mean, there's no. I don't know what I'll ask that every situation, but you know, every situation. I do remember that because that match was very good, Uh, and that would that was uh, you know, like you said, the first time I met you, and uh, but I had heard so much, uh, like between Boomer and uh, our mutual friend Heather. Uh, just a bunch of people about how cool guy you were and how how fun you were. And then, like, I saw you walk in. You know, this big bald guy, and you didn't really know anybody. So we did our we did the good good brother handshake deal, and that was kind of it. And you were wrestling Drake, whom I really like. And I was like, well, I'm gonna see who this. Let's let's see what this guy's about. Let's see if I can shit on this guy later. And you gave me absolutely <laughs> no reason to shit on you. So fuck you. <laughs> and then, then we went out. Then. Then he and his family, and I and James Drake and his family, and the aforementioned Heather, all went out for a delicious dinner. Exactly. Mm. It was a, it was a lovely time we've had by all. Agreed, agreed. I look forward to many more. Just wanted to call in. And we need to do that again. We need to do Definitely. that again. Well, we're uh, we're tagging in. Uh, me and Boomer are tagging in, in Chester, so we'll get the opportunity. Well, I have to come down there now. I think I'm healed there. I'll come and make make a, make an appearance just to job out to you guys. Oh, boy. and then I won't show up for another <laughs> six or seven months. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it before my license expires. <laughs> oh, oh God! You're not gonna be one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thanks for taking my call, guys. Thank you very much, Bryce. Thank you, Bryce. All right. Wow, he did call. Yeah, Bubba, I'm over. That's right. Bryce what Anthony is that you always awesome say? ass guy, man. Bryce is a killer dude. <laughs> now that he's gone, I can say that about him. <laughs> yeah, because you can't put him over to his face, right? Not, not to his face. You know, these young right. kids these days, they'll get big heads. No, no, I've seen Bryce's head. He's fucking huge. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Tell me about your Balls Mahoney story. Balls Mahoney story, finally. All the time, of all the podcasts, it never comes up. Uh, So uh, it was the very first WrestleCade. And I'm doing the the High Spots gimmick table, www.highspots.com. And and this guy guy walks up to me, and this is an older sir, who comes to a lot of North Carolina wrestling shows I've now seen. Um, he comes up to me, he kind of waits in line for a second, and asks me if he needs help with anything. He goes, oh, no, I just wanted to say hey, and, uh, you know, I really like your stuff. Man, you look great these days. And he tell you've lost a lot of weight. 
And I said, oh, man, thanks a lot. And this was kind of, it was about three years ago, so it was kind of, you know, new to the game as far as being a traveling independent wrestler. Uh, and it takes a lot, man. And you got to sit around for a while. I didn't care. I was still working. And then after I, my crowd had died down, uh, he looks at me again and goes, you're not Balls Mahoney, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, and fuck you, leave. <laughs> so, ever oh. since then, so it's my Balls Mahoney, my big Balls Mahoney story. Now, there was another time in my life uh, when I was at the last, the first last ECW arena show uh, that evolved, or uh, Dragon Gate did. And, uh, after the show was over, me and Jake Manning, uh, Caleb Connolly, and Kyle Matthews went to Tony Luke's to get a cheesesteak because that's what you do. That's what they used to do after the old ECW shows. And walk in, and uh, I want to say it was the Super Smash Brothers, and Balls Mahoney were standing in line, and Balls Mahoney was quoting lines from the movie Cool Running. Oh, boy. Like, <laughs> In, in rampant fire, and it was fucking hilarious. It made Cool Runnings that much better to me, which, side note, is now on Netflix. So now I just watch all oh. the Jamaican guys and pretend Balls Mahoney is saying their lines. Win-win. <laughs> that kind of reminds me when, when I met you Balls down Mahoney at reaching into his pants. Is there, how long is this delay? Oh, it's it's not that long. <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. No, after you, sir. No, you. <laughs> the the image of Boss Mahoney fakely reaching into his pants and pulling out an egg and going, "Senka, you're dead." Over and over, plays in my head most days. That explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say was is that when I met you at WrestleCon, after I walked away from the www.highspots.com gimmick table uh, and made my way around to where the RF video table was at, there was a guy that was over there asking Rob, who had a kendo stick that was autographed by Tommy Dreamer, I believe, for sale, asked him if it would be possible, knowing that Tommy was there, if he could pay extra money to have Tommy hit him with the stick. (laughs) And I was like, my son looks at me, and I look at my son, and I'm like, you know, that's that's pro wrestling. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think. I mean, I, for liability's sake, I don't think that he did. You know. I mean, I don't know. I look at my son. My son looks at me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's like walking up somebody saying, you know, why don't you go in and give me a chop? I think I could take one of your chops. You know, it's <laughs> like you know the dude's going to blast you. Why in the world would you do it? Uh, you know, uh, just whatever. I hate guys. Ask Eric Salzer why he wanted Big Country to chop him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I can take a couple of your chops. Whatever. You can take a couple of your chops. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I'm not I will never say that to anybody. Ever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like walking up to Mike Tyson, that punch looks a little pulled. 
Uh, Zane, <laughs> can, you, well, can you knock me out? <laughs> exactly. Well, want to thank you for being on the show with us tonight, man. We had a great time with you. I, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show. I did as well. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Can I put people and, over uh, real fast? Put it, put people over. Let's count them out. All right, real quick, real quick, rapid fire. Uh, Josh Powers, uh, who I did a little thing about on Facebook earlier, phenomenal guy. He's he's the he's the soon to be he's the future me. Uh, let's see, oh, uh, Salem Center Six. Uh, I, I met him a couple weeks ago, and then just got to really talk to him this past weekend. Cool ass dude, man. He's uh out of Augusta, Georgia area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Law. Who was who? Uh, who trained Ethan Case? Uh, real awesome dude that I met for the first time this past weekend. Um, I'm trying to think of young guys that uh, don't get enough attention. Oh, okay. Uh, Josh was that show? Fuck Josh. Josh, listen. I hope you. I hope you're listening, Josh. Hashtag real my dick. Josh is awesome. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I love Josh. Josh is a cool kid. Uh, but people play him over enough. He looks too good not to be put over. Uh, and lastly, uh, what is his David Rucker? I believe is his real name. But Plowboy is what he goes by. I went by in Chester. Oh, yeah. I yeah, love that kid to death. He's not wrestling at the yeah. moment, uh, but he should be. And I, I try to put him over as much as possible. So him. Uh, www.highspots.com. Uh, <laughs> www.diywrestling.com. That's uh, also a high spots thing. <laughs> uh, go ahead and get out there. So they keep they keep giving me gear and getting me on shows and whatnot. Uh, and that's it. And follow me on all of the uh, social medias. <laughs> Which are? Uh, my Twitter is at Zane, Z-A-N-E, X-C-O-R-E. Uh, my... Instagram is I A W Zane Riley. Uh, I think that's also my Snapchat. So you know, add me on the Snapchat, and I'll add you, and then you can send me wiener pics or tit pics or pictures of your cat. <laughs> uh, what else is there? In Facebook, oh, my my real name is Zane Riley. I'm not clever, so like Zane Riley is is me, and it'll be me hanging out with Caleb and Seth and Pink Third. What the what coming show, upcoming shows do you have, Zane, if people want to come out and see you? Where can they see you at? <laughs> you want all 20 of them right now or what? Uh, why don't you, because our fans are short-minded, why don't you go on and uh, give us, uh, like, the next I'll give couple you week. weekends? All right. Well, my my week is as long as everybody else's weekends. So. There I you go. more in a month than people do all year. Working uh, man blues. Tomorrow night, tomorrow night is... Ellenboro, North Carolina, uh, Ellenboro Fairgrounds. Uh, either Friday will be Ellenboro Fairgrounds again, or downtown Charlotte's uh, Rib Fest. Um, oh, okay. Saturday is Pure Pro Wrestling in Pelham, North Carolina. Sunday is New Blood Championship Wrestling in Lancaster, South Carolina. Okay. And then I don't know what the rest of my calendar is. I'll have to look it up. Kind of a big deal, Bob. I know it, brother. I know it. <laughs> well, if you find me on Facebook, not, I'll have exactly. my 20 shows a month listed there. Last but not least, hopefully now we can finally get put over 
Can you record a bump for us saying, this is Zane Riley, and you're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show? And whatever yeah, else I you told you that. And whatever else you, you want to put in there. that right now? I want to, yeah, I want to get Go paid, it. damn it. All right, Bubba, we'll do it. Did you start, or is there like a go? Like you'll say one, two, three, go, and then I'll go, or just go? Well, Laura can count me down like she count him down, Laura. Three, two, one. Hey, Bubba, this is the party manimal Zane Riley, and you know what I'm doing? I'm live at the Armory. Get your good brother roll back. Come listen, y'all. Nailed it. Love it. I love it. Oh, brother, man. Zane, thanks a lot for being with us, brother. I look forward to seeing you in uh, November at WrestleCade. Oh, thank you, guys. Can't wait. Bob, we can get real drunk. Get real drunk, Bob. <laughs> I hear you, brother. I know this sweet little wings place around the corner from the building. Lord knows about it. <laughs> yeah, I do. I've already been told about it. Thank you, sir. All right, well, Jessica Havoc's on my TV, so I'm going to go watch that. All right, bro. Okie dokie. Bye-bye. Bye, Zane. Bye, Laura. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> oh, folks, I'll tell you what. I don't think I've ever laughed so much during a show. I've laughed so much that my side literally hurts. <laughs> literally. He's hilarious. What? He is. He's a funny guy. I want to thank Zane for being on. I want to also uh, thank Patrick for being on the show tonight. Um I want to go on and uh, announce next week's guest for you. Next week, we're going to have Ryan Martell on the show. And Laura mentioned her. The babyface bruiser, Ryan Martell, and the She-Devil of the South, Ronnie Nicole, will be on the show next week. Folks, we we really appreciate you tuning in. We really appreciate the downloads. We would ask that you would support our partners. Please visit www.fnxnetwork.com. Please visit www.sslclothing.com and support our partners in this venture. We're heard here every Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. We're on iTunes. You know the whole deal. We're here. We're here to stay. And that's all I got to say. Laura, what do you want to say? I just want to say thanks to everybody. Thanks to Patrick. Thanks to Zane for coming on. What a good time we had. And um, everybody let us know what you think about our T-shirt because, you know, Bob and I are going to buy one regardless, but we want to know is this something that you guys would buy because that's one reason we wanted to put it out there because so many people asked us about it. So let us know on Twitter at From the Armory, or go to our Facebook page, um, facebook.com backslash live.armory.nine. Absolutely. Remember, folks, there's never a bad seat here at the Armory. Hashtag, do you listen? We'll see you next week. Good night. been listening to live from the armory wrestling radio show 
Listen to us on blogtalkradio.com every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at From the Armory. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash live.armory.9. If you like what you hear, please take a few moments to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for listening. See you next week.